Welcome to this episode of Slightly Balanced, where we hope to inspire, relate, and create. Hold up. More? You need to be smiling when you say it. <laughs> I felt like I was really cold, but no one was calling me out. So I was like, okay. Welcome to this episode of Slightly Balanced, where we hope to inspire, relate, and create a relationship with our listeners. Let's get started with a little dose of happiness. This episode is sponsored in part by the Barn at Aspen Acres, inviting you to unite, grow, and celebrate together. And by Blue Spruce Coffee Truck, a mobile coffee delivery service available to pour you some love. So should we talk about our happiness segment? Yes, I week? love the happiness segment. Okay, so I was able to pull it up on my phone, which is awesome. Um, so since this is one of our first podcasts, just so you guys know, we're going to be breaking this into four different segments. Our first one's going to be our happiness segment. Now this is going to be anywhere from things that are going on in our personal life that's positive um, or something that's going on in the world because we need good news. It, today is so negative all the time. So, some days we have bad days. Some days we have, have bad days. Good days. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. And then we'll be doing an assertive segment, which is all things business related. Um, we'll be doing a bravery segment, which is all things mental health. And then we will be doing a love segment, which is all things relationships, you know, friendships, romantic relationships, being a good neighbor, the whole gamut, the whole nine yards. So we're going to break this into four sections for you. So it's easier for you to understand, easier for you to break down. If you're like, oh, that segment doesn't really relate to me, by all means, fast forward through it or stick around and listen to it. I mean, we want you to listen to all of it, but that's kind of the structure we're going for. One, to make ourselves more organized and to make it easier for you as listeners to know what flow we're going to be going with. Um, so we have our happiness segment. I'm just going to read the headline here. Yeah. Really fast. I love this one. Okay. So it says it's from the goodnewsnetwork.org, which is my favorite. And it, the headline is these old guys might be the oldest ever songwriting duo after releasing their first album at 102 and 88 years old. (laughs) I know it is so cute. Um, but it is, it is at 102 years old, Tripp is being hailed for releasing his first ever studio album of jazz songs for seniors. And he said in the interview that it was about um, today's world being old, old, but in a jazzy, jazzy way. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh man, you're so cute. <laughs> the reason I put, picked this story, I brought this to the table, is because you are never too old to accomplish something or to take something um, on whether it be something creative or work-wise or whatever. If you have it on your heart, do it. If you're 102 and want to make a jazz album, do it. Oh, my right. goodness. Just the the whole theme we want to bring in with these first few episodes is obviously with the theme of the new year is if you have an idea, go for it. Just take it by, by the head and just go for it. There's so many little things, too, like the you only live once, you only die once. And like, there's no truth of becoming a musician at 102 Two years degrees. old. <laughs> 102 <laughs> degrees. 102, 102 years old. old. Did you read um, the quote of the day? Because it's no so good. I'm sorry. It's so good. Where I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now because okay. it pertains to what we're talking about. Um, So the quote of the day is actually, don't live the same year 20 or 75 times and call it a life. Oh, yes. I uh, and I'm like, that is so good. Don't Don't get in this monotonous rut of you know, life is happening to you, like make life happen for yourself. And that's that, that spoke you volumes to me. You journey, right? Yeah. Unless you just let it pass you by. This is possible. Doing whatever. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I chose that article because it made me happy one because old people are super cute and two because he actually went for it. <laughs> so we'll share the article in our um, notes from the yeah in the blog in the blog so you guys can kind of follow along with where we're going and read it and check it out and listen to his jazzy tunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I might buy his album. You never know. You never know. Supporting the young and old. Yes. <laughs> When you're doing something that gives you joy and satisfaction, you don't get older. You stop the aging process, and it is one of my secrets that you've given away. Never retire. We become best old friends now. I'm really excited about this next segment. Okay, take it. Take the lead, girlfriend. Um... So the sort of segment this week is how to set goals for your business. Identify what your business's needs are um, from most important to least important important, and set goals for those designated areas. So um, one of the things that has been really on me and I've really noticed is urgency. Um, And I honestly think you and I live with a little bit of urgency in our life. Well, yeah, especially mine, the way my business is structured. It's always urgent. Right. It's urgent with your daily tasks, but Mm -hmm. also like when you came up with this idea for your business, it wasn't like you waited. Like once you had the urge, you went. Yeah. The ground was on fire at that point. I was like, I am just going for this. So this is something I see other successful business owners have Mm -hmm. and really like take it and go with it. Um, And I've seen a lot of people that have really cool ideas and I'm like, I wish I could just like put a fire that was chasing you because you could really just use a little bit of urgency. Just a little bit of something, something. Because you have a really cool idea, but somebody, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to take it from you. It's so true. I have a uh, inner, well, not an interview, but I have a phone call on Friday or Monday at seven o'clock with a girl from Wisconsin that wants to start a coffee truck. And she's a structural engineer. And she's like, you know, I just really want to do this. I'm like, girl, like you have a nice paying job. Like you're smart. I mean, desk job getting paid really good money or like hustling and making money to pay bills. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, however you want to say that. Um, but she, she emailed me yesterday. And I was like, when I was wanting to start my coffee truck, I was on the phone with people right then. Mm-hmm. There's no Same. way I could wait five days to talk to someone because my urgency was like, I need to get this, 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 and this in. Yeah. And I haven't figured out the logistics, but this is where I know I need to get done now so I can move into the next steps that are totally unknown because I've never done this before. Yeah, but so. I think there is a lot of that unknown and like trying <clears throat> because you're so un. Uh, what's the right word? You're just like unsure, unsure. Yeah, and you have to get through this stage because you know five more things are waiting for you. And but that's what the exciting part though, because you're like, oh, I did get these things done. Yeah. I know, and I, well, it was weird. So it was January of this year. We were we were just sitting in the kitchen. I'm like, I just want to be my own boss. And so it's like, okay, what do you want to do? And I was like, I really miss doing coffee. And he's like, well, how can we, you know, monetize on that or whatever? And we just kind of came up with the idea that night. We were looking at coffee trucks online. And, um, and I found the one I liked. And then for the next like three days, I was calling coffee truck owners Trying and yeah, all across the United States. And I called coffee truck owners that were in towns, the same size as Spearfish. 
And I was like, okay, how do you structure your coffee truck? How do you, you know, do you do routes? Do you just park somewhere? You know, what works best for you? What kind of pricing do you do for events, weddings, things like that? Um, and, you know, is this a realistic goal in a town the size of Spearfish or smaller? Because right. um, that, that's a big thing, too, is, you know, you really have to take into account the area you're in. You know, a business idea that you have may not do well you know, in different types in the United States, for example. Because, um, like, say, a coffee truck in San Diego is going to kill it in numbers compared to having a <laughs> coffee truck in South Dakota. Um, That's so funny because the next thing I have, like, kind of for this segment was always being a student, which is exactly what you just spoke. Oh, yeah. It was being a sponge, listening, processing what they're saying, and then either implement or toss it. Yeah. Because sometimes you do just have to toss what other people advice they've given like maybe it's unsolicited and sometimes it's solicited and yay yeah it's it's really good and other times you're like no never mind I'm leaving that well I think the biggest thing is for me is I know I have like an inner funnel and I have to funnel those things through my core values you know whether it be my my morals and what I believe in um and really feel like if it sits with my stomach right because I'm like that business model might work for you, but that doesn't sit with my stomach, right? So I think I'm gonna structure my business this way yeah. um, because there has been, there's a bajillion different ways to do a coffee truck, I found out. And I was like, well, what what works for you? What's gonna work for me and what's gonna work for my community, which was the biggest thing. Yeah. So yeah, you're talking about urgency. I mean, I 100% agree. And one thing I think that people do struggle with is they might have a sense of urgency when they first get the idea and they're super excited, but the minute things get hard or the minute things get scary or things get intimidated, that little sense of fire urgency that they have in their soul is completely put out. Yeah. Um, It's like the grit and tenacity to keep going. To keep going. Yeah. And I don't, and I can say this, I, I don't, I don't think I would have pursued the coffee truck with as much passion, um, and with as much, you know, urgency for a timeline, uh, if it weren't for Slade. Slade's the one that believed in me and he's like, you're doing this and you don't really have a choice cause you're going to be bomb diggity at it, you know? Aww. And so he's really the one that checked in with me daily and kept me accountable. Oh, you got this stuff accomplished with your, your plan. What's next? So if you don't have that in a partner, like family is so important yeah. and finding that like friend, so yeah. you need to have that one person, mm-hmm. Mentor. maybe two, yeah. two people in your life mm-hmm. that can really help you go and, and get it. Yeah. Well, my biggest thing something about my personality is I am very bubbly and energetic and I love everybody. I don't want to say I don't have self-confidence because I do feel like I have self-confidence. But but at the same time, you love everybody, but you have some real people that are. Yeah. Yeah. For real. But like (laughs) if I didn't have someone that was pushing me, I don't think I'd do it because I'd be like, "Mm, that's scary. I'm good in my comfort zone. Just (laughs) over here loving people. It's fine. Uh, So if I didn't have someone that held me accountable, I probably wouldn't have ever executed it. So I think it's important to have your tribe around you for sure. I think that's a good, a good little business segment for us today. Um, I think so. Yeah. So I guess the theme for that is if you have an idea, pick it, choose it, go with it, and pick your little journey you're going to get from point A to point B to get there. In 2020, starting this year, right now, yeah. go. Well, and that's the thing is, is it financials that's holding you back? Is it... Um, 
not knowing what your next step is that's holding you back. Uh, you, I think you really need to identify, you know, what whether it be business or a personal goal or whatever. For 2020, I think the biggest thing is figure out what your goal is and make 2020 your year. And I know that sounds so cliche because so many people say that is make it your year, take it, do it, go with it. But really, it's just executing it, you know, figuring out that goal, figuring out your different points, you know, from point A to point B to point C to point D um, and figure out how you're going to get there and how you're connecting those dots. And I think you should really evaluate your motives. Why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, you know, and I think that's really going to be a driving force, you know, and that's really what's going to be encouraging you. I think my biggest motivator for my business, um, I, you know, I hauled horses and livestock around a lot for rodeo. So I knew I love driving. I love road trips. I love coffee. So mobile coffee truck made sense. But why was I doing it? It's because I loved my community. And one of the things for me growing up, and this is probably a vulnerable area for me. And I'm talking a lot, so I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I never really had like a mom growing up that would take me on like coffee dates. Uh, and so I always felt like I heard or maybe it might when you don't have something, you notice it more, I'm sure. But, yeah. uh, you know, you always saw these girls that had a wonderful relationship, relationships with their moms and they're going to coffee shops and they're getting their hot chocolates and their lattes and having that girl time. And so I think for me, coffee became that is I don't have a mom. And so it's like I'm sharing a cup of coffee with my community, mm. my family, essentially, You're because pouring love. I don't, exactly. And that's my slogan for my business is pouring love. And so that was my motivator was to be able to touch as many people as possible while making a living at doing it and so and what's cool about you is like you actually because you have a little bit of time um as you're making it you do kind of try to make the conversation oh yeah and really ask how their day is that's the best part so I'm, I'm, I know this is going to take me at least 45 seconds so tell me girlfriend what is going on with your life so I've gotten to like people I've had mothers who have you know, had two children die in the last five years. And I've served a mother that literally just got out of the ICU having her second child. The only thing she wants is my coffee as she's like walking out of the hospital. So I get, I get to serve such dynamic people and it helps me. This is totally not related to this topic at all, but it totally helps me put my life in perspective too and how awesome my life is and just how cool it can be to be a friend to someone, even if you are just a barista. So you're not just, well, I know not just, but <laughs> I mean, I think that was my biggest thing for my motivator and for my goal is I want to be able to love as many people as possible. So like when things did get hard, that's what kept me motivated to do that paperwork, do that legal stuff, pay those yeah, bills. The for back end of owning the a back business. end of everything is super intimidating. At least it was for me and mine's not near as big of an operation as yours is so yeah but yours is daily mine's not necessarily daily that's a yeah valid point yeah the barn at aspen acres is a simplistic modern farmhouse style wedding and event center that is now booking for 2020 and 2021 to learn more and book your event visit www.blackhillsbarn.com Blue Spruce Coffee Truck is a mobile coffee delivery service available for daily deliveries as well as weddings, church functions, and sporting events. Visit us on Facebook to see how we can be a part of your next event. Okay, let's move to our next segment, um, the bravery segment. Oh, yes. All things mental health. I love this segment. So um, I guess 
Sorry, I'm talking a lot. So no, you want me to go? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Our next segment is a bravery segment. Um, our quote here comes from thehealthpeople.gov. In any given year, an estimated 18.1%, 43.6 million of U.S. adults ages 18 years or older suffer from any mental illness. And 4.2%, 9.8 million suffer from a seriously... Deli- <laughs> Can I do it? Debilitating <laughs> mental illness. Um, 2020 is going to be a good year of addressing mental illness and diving right into what causes it, what it looks like and feels like for each individual, um, how we combat it as a, also as a society and mm-hmm. individually. Um, I think you and I are probably going to talk a little bit about our own mental health in this mm-hmm. um year of podcasting but we can also have some experts on it oh I would yeah I definitely want to bring people in because it's interesting to me my my two biggest demons so to speak are little gremlins as I talk them are little green monsters um are they green in my mind they're green I don't know why (laughs) green's my favorite color but I don't know when I think green I think slimy nastiness though too um but I think my two biggest ones are anxiety and I don't want to say depression because my depression looks a lot different. I have depressive episodes. I'm not in a constant state of depression. It can be something totally weird that can just trigger it. Um, And what my... Or the weather. Or the weather, which is a big deal for me. Um, I think that looks a lot different for me than it does for someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, My symptoms of depression or my symptoms of anxiety might manifest themselves differently with me than they do with someone else. And so I, I think it's really important for us to talk about this because one, I feel like people have a perception of me that I'm always happy. And while I do, I, I am most happy for a good majority of my life. I also feel like that's a choice. But as a side note is that I want people to know that it is so normal to have these challenges. It's so normal and we need to normalize it and we need to address it head on because I feel like it's so taboo or at least in my family, I know when I went to counseling, my dad was just distraught. He he like did, did not, not want to go. No, he did not want me going. He's like, you know what you yeah. need is, and don't. This is like no pun against anybody, but my dad's my dad's like, what you need in your life is Jesus. Now, I have a really good relationship with. Um, I'm more spiritual than I am religious, but I do go to church and I love my church community. Um, but that's not what I needed. Yeah, that's wasn't going to help me. You needed somebody out, to help you with mental. You health. figure out why, what was triggering it, and how I was going to combat it. And so I think for 2020, um, the bravery segment is going to be us exploring that and exploring what different illnesses look for look like for different people yeah. um, and have a few experts on that can talk about it maybe some um, psychologist uh, maybe some exercises that you can do at home to help you with various other things um, and I was actually listening to another podcast like last night for things with Amy Brown and she was talking about her journey with um, bulimia which is so interesting to me because I like I idolize her. She's so cute. She is the most unorganized, Aww. amazing person ever. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know she struggled with that. And I've listened to the show for eight years and they've been on for 15 years. Uh, so it was really cool to hear her talk about it, but it was really hard for her to talk about it. So right. I feel like we need to normalize that. And I think that's, this is a super cliche thing to say, but um, like we're constantly by a real uh, highlight reel. Like everyone else's life is just on a highlight mm-hmm. reel through social medias. And sometimes it's really healthy to be able to step away from that. Um, mm-hmm. I was also listening to podcasts and they were really talking about like, how do you distance yourself from a highlight reel or at least mentally choose like this is a highlight yeah. reel and and kind of choose to let that set with you differently than versus just saying like, oh, they have perfect days. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, so, FOMO. Have you heard of FOMO? Yeah, Fear of missing, missing out. out. It's a real thing. It yeah. is a real thing. When I see like my friends post something, I'm like, well, gum. Not that I want to be there anyways because I'm a homebody sometimes, but I mean, I just I want to be cool. I want to go out <laughs> and go see do that stuff and see be, be the cool person in there, but that's a real thing. But I think being pillars in our community and being individuals in our community, I think it's important to highlight that we don't always have great days. No, you know? we don't. We don't always have great days. Okay, going to our next segment. Um, do you want to do this one? Ooh, our love segment. Okay, 2020 is a new decade. So who you choose to surround yourself with says a lot about you. Are the relationships you're bringing into this new decade ones that are going to grow you or limit you? Uh, friendships, romantic relationships, and family relationships. What do your current friendships say about you? So it has been, that is like speaks volumes to me because who your friends are are a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember when I heard that. It was probably like three or four years ago. And that scared the ever-living daylights out of me. Because I was like, I had some friends that had some really questionable choices. Guilty by association. Guilty by association. And I was like, wow. So if someone were to say, hey, I'm really good friends with Petey. Not that that person's a bad person. I don't think I'd want their actions to reflect on me at all. Yeah. You know, if they're making poor decisions. And now don't get me wrong, if someone's going through a rough patch in life, you can be there to support them. Doesn't yes. mean their bad decisions need to affect your life though. Yeah, for sure. So for me this this segment is kind of about marrying up. Um they have that saying, right? Oh yeah. That's but a- that's also like true about friending up. Like find oh, people yeah. that make yourself better. Mm-hmm. Find the partner that makes your you better. Um, that challenges you, mm-hmm. that keeps your mind clear when you're having bad days to mm-hmm. to encourage you to be happy on really dull days. Yeah. Um, so in a, I obviously also listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> um, but finding a team but being patient um, because once you have become a friend with them, it's really hard to get out of a friendship. Mm-hmm. How, isn't yeah. that big? Like, Ooh, yeah. That's deep to me. So really thinking about like, don't just become a fast friend unless you really know that that person is a lot about them or you really hit it off because mm-hmm. sometimes when you become fast friends, um, then you have to get out of that relationship. You have to get out of that relationship. Yeah. And I will be honest with you, friendship breakups often hurt just as bad as romantic breakups. It does. It's a real thing. It's a real, real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. So I think being more consciously aware of what relationships we have in our life, romantic or otherwise, be more in tune to it because like I said earlier, not that I'm a woogie woogie person, but energy, it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, if someone's a little negative you. Nelly, like those little buggers are going to attach themselves to you. Mm-mm. We ain't going to be negative around here. Mm-mm. Oh, I really like that. We're talking about energy. Yeah. I think that that's super <clears throat> important in this segment as well. Like energy, like-minded, you know, people who are, for me, it's people who are goal-oriented and go-getters. I mesh well with those people, and those are the people I seek out to be friends with because... And I also, I think that kind of goes hand-in-hand with our quote of the day of don't live the same year 25 times and call it a life because, Mm -hmm. like, if you have good friends, they're not going to let you do that. No. You have the spouse or the significant other that's going to reach, like, help you you're yeah. not you're not they're not even gonna allow you to do that well no I was like well being friends with you I'm, I'm like okay I'm just doodle bopping in my own little business over here and I see you freaking grinding it I'm like oh homegirl's <laughs> like getting it I need to get my button gear like you know so no. surrounding yourself with those kinds of people is like okay they're they're you know they're doing lots I probably should probably yeah. get in gear myself so that's a that's another thing too that just helps me keep motivated are the people around me 
Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you have something you'd like to add from today's podcast, shoot us an email at hello at slightlybalanced.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join us next week as we talk about all things life related. Uh, We hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time. 